0: Welcome to Frosh FM, your one-stop shop for everything you need to know about your first year at Queen's, whether you're fresh from high school and ready to take the big leap into university, or if you're a newcoming grad student who has already experienced post-secondary. This podcast will have important information for you. You'll hear interviews with clubs, information on all the different resources for you, and fun banter with our panel of alumni and current students who are all here to help make sure all your questions are answered.
1: Hello, everyone. You are listening to Frosh FM right here on CFRC 101.9 FM. And I'm Dinah Jansen. I have the great pleasure of welcoming Candace Baptiste of Four Directions Indigenous Student Centre at Queen's University. Welcome, Candace to the virtual studio.
2: <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Well, we certainly appreciate your time. I realize things must be very busy on your end, with with all the uh, upcoming or all the planning coming up for uh, the great initiatives you have in store for students this year. So before we talk about all of those new initiatives, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Four Directions?
2: Yeah, no problem. Uh, so like you said, my name is Candace Baptiste. I'm the director of the Four Directions Indigenous Student Center. I was born and raised in Tynan and Territory, so just down the road from here. And I work with an, an amazing team of folks. And, uh, you know, we are, we are busy planning for a time that is unprecedented in many ways for service delivery. And it has been an exciting time this summer, I think, to get creative and try things that we've never tried before. So we're excited and anxious for students to begin to access our services and our programs that we have planned um, to hear what they have to say and to s- tell us you know, if we've missed the mark on things or things that are working well. So we're excited uh, to hear that. In terms of my role at 4D, I am the director, so I provide uh, oversight to the staff and set general direction of the center, the vision and mission, those types of things uh, for the staff. And you know, it's it's them that make the magic happen at the center. They are the ones that execute the programs and the and the services that we have. So I, I really just am there to uh, you know help them along and to provide the support that they need to make the make the good things happen. <laughs>
1: Sounds like an amazing team. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, tell us about uh, the many services and resources that Four Directions offers to students at Queen's University.
2: Yeah, so we offer many, and I would say that, broadly speaking, Four D offers holistic support su- services to Indigenous students at Queen's, undergrad, graduate, professional, like we mentioned, and I think that Um, some of the services particularly important are we have an embedded cultural counsellor. So Lisa Dockstater provides one-on-one counselling and wellness programming to Indigenous students. And so if uh, you're an Indigenous student and you need counselling, you come to the centre and uh, Lisa can provide that uh, for students. She also plans wellness programs and sharing circles and Uh, any sort of healing work that that comes through Lisa. So she has been quite busy with students, which is great. So students are using her and and we encourage all students that are indigenous to come see us and and to book an appointment with Lisa if they feel like they need to talk to somebody about anything that they're going through. And uh, we also have an advisor. And so that person would meet one-on-one with students and talk to them about maybe academic planning, Maybe they have some academic skills that they want to work on. So, you know, they would work with them on that or refer students to SAS or to an academic advisor and a faculty, Um, you know, an advisor can answer questions about things like financial aid or, you know, you're looking for a job or you're looking for a house, those types of things. so we offer her that service as well. Um, through the advisor as well, we offer tutoring for Indigenous students. And so should a student come to struggle in a class, which we all do from time to time, <laughs> and then um, you know, we're, we're happy to provide tutoring for students who need it. And, um, and then otherwise, we have uh, a lot of cultural and social programming. And so things like beating sacred fires, um, lots of feasts and uh, lots of programming around food, like I said, sharing circles, teachings with elders, um, those types of things. And, and that, of course, is in, when we are in person and when we're gathering. And so that has, and I'll, I'll know, I know we'll get to this, but that we are translating that to an online environment. So all of our services, like the counseling and like the advising and all of our programs are offered remotely right now. And so while we might not be physically at the office, we are very much open and, uh, you know, willing and excited to work with students.
1: Thank you very much. So tell us about some of the new initiatives that you are particularly excited about this coming year with Four Directions.
2: Yeah, I think, um, like I said, that it's a challenge to recreate some of that community piece online, but I think we have have a plan to do that, to build community and have students feel like, you know, they're part of the 4D community, even though we might be physically apart from each other right now. And so we are translating our beating program, which was our most successful program uh, last year to an online environment. So students can expect to be, uh, if they need materials that we can mail them little packages with the materials uh, in it and And then they can come together on Zoom and work through a project of their own, or kind of have something be facilitated with a with a facilitator. Our facilitator this year is same as last year dr Karen lawford and mm-hmm. we 're so grateful to have her back and to have her uh, facilitate it and so i I would say that 's a big one because I know that students really love that, and so that you know i'm i 'm thankful that it 's continuing, but also uh, it'll be just in a, a different format, so hopefully it's it's useful. And I'd say the other thing that we're planning is uh, care packages for students. And so uh, students, we do uh, uh, exam packages, typically at exam time, where students come by the center and they're familiar with it if they've had it before, where they um, can come and <laughs> pick up a little bag of, like, snacks and highlighters and those types of things that they need for exams and so we're putting together something similar for all uh, Indigenous students and so we're going to send a registration up for that and the first 100 can have uh, access to um, a care package so we'll, ma- we'll mail it to their house or wherever they're staying at and uh, hopefully it feels a little bit like
1: they're connected to us in some way. That's fantastic. Wow, wonderful. (laughs) Who doesn't want a care package? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What a a great idea. What a great idea. So you you did um, touch on it um, in the last few minutes when you were commenting uh, about some of the services and resources and initiatives, but how has COVID-19 um, changed your program delivery, and what do you have in mind in terms of safety practices uh, through, the, through the fall semester and potentially through the year?
2: Yeah, I, that's a great question. I think one that's on everyone's mind, and, uh, you know, I, I can imagine that it's confusing for students, and, um, you know, to some things are open, but some things are not, and that, so I, I can appreciate that, and so at 4D, we are physically closed and will remain physically closed uh, for the foreseeable future. When and if, uh, you know, I, I guess it will eventually change, but whenever that does, whether it be the fall or, or into the winter, um, we will of course have messaging on our Facebook and, and website and that, saying that, you know, what's available. Um, so we have, done a lot of work, like I said, to, to transition all of our programming online and so for, the, for kind of the immediate and into the future that will all remain. Um, and I understand that students uh, can, you know, might be um, feeling like online isn't for them and so, you know, we're happy to hear from students if there's things that they might need. And that uh, you know whether that be through the phone or something that we can do to offer so that they're not staring at a screen all the time, uh, because I know Zoom fatigue is a real thing. And so I you know be happy to hear about what else they're interested in or, or looking for. Um, but for the for right now and for uh, for the foreseeable future, we will be uh, remote services, and so all like counseling appointments can be done online in a confidential way. Same with advising appointments for students. And then our social and cultural programming will be through Zoom links and and that kind of stuff. So we are really actually excited to try out some of our programs in an online format. And, And I think that some of the learnings you may take from it might translate to ongoing online programming for students if that can increase accessibility in that way.
1: Okay. Now, uh, thank you for that information. It's very valuable to know. And more information that we'd probably like to learn more about too is why and when should Indigenous students access four directions?
2: Mm -hmm. I'd like to think of us as kind of a one-stop shop for Indigenous students. So if a student is struggling with uh, things, you know, personally like identity or um, experiencing yeah, things on campus that maybe make them feel uncomfortable, like we're happy to to meet with them and to chat through some of that through counseling or just some of our social program. I think if they're looking for a community that might better understand them, then, then 4D is definitely the place for them. I think the other thing is, you know, that there is no kind of silly question. There's no uh, problem with whatever you might be struggling with. And so if a student needs additional support or information um, and they don't quite know where to go on campus, right? Like even silly things like, how do I access my transcript online? Come, mm-hmm. come, come see us, like we'll help you kind of navigate this university system, especially for students who um, might be first generation. It's, it is so confusing. I remember when I was a student, I didn't know what a director was or a dean was or who did what or what the registrar's office did and how to access OSAP and that kind of stuff. And so I think when a student is thinking about whether or not 4D is, uh, is a place to get support, I think what I might say to that is that, you know, come see us. Well, if we don't know the answer, we will find it for you and we'll put you in touch with the person who does. And uh, then you're not sitting online trying to Navigate the Queen's website and find all the information. We're happy to kind of do that legwork for you. So um, I think that's why a student would access us. And the the last thing I'll say is just the community. We have a really strong community of Indigenous students on campus and from all programs and all disciplines and if a student is feeling like they they need that, they maybe miss home, miss their family, uh, miss their communities, then you know, we're happy to provide them a community here at Queen's that they can be proud to be
1: a part of. Thank you very much. So mm-hmm. with um, access in mind, how can students access Four Directions services and resources?
2: Yeah, so we have a website, uh, queensu.ca backslash Four Directions. And so that has a lot of up-to-date information on there. And I would say the other most active thing is our Facebook page. So Four Directions Indigenous Student Center on Facebook. If you come and like us on there, um, that has all of our information about upcoming events and programs we post to, um, post to our Facebook page. And we have Instagram, same thing, uh, Four Directions. And so, you know, just keep an eye out on our social media pages and our website and, and that would be a good way to get a hold of us. The other thing is, if a student is wanting to access services and doesn't know where to start, you can email us at four direct. So that's four, uh, the number four, at direct at queensu.ca, and uh, we'll happy to put you in touch with whoever on our team can best help you.
1: Amazing. Mm-hmm. So, anything else to add about four directions?
2: I actually don't think so. I think we covered it. Your questions were very good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, perhaps then, do you have any advice for new Indigenous students coming to Queen's University? Yeah, I mean, I think that
2: uh, it's hard to give advice when I have never studied during a pandemic before. But (laughs) if I've learned anything about transitioning to an online environment, in a work environment, it's that uh, there's a lot of people who are committed to your success um, at four directions and beyond at Queen's, and so, you know, I hope that while it's a challenging time that students, my piece of advice would be for students to reach out to the resources. We have all at Queen's and the Division of Student Affairs, um, and and is a part of that, really worked hard to maintain the community that we had in person and to uh, figure out how to best deliver services in an online environment. So while I understand it may be different than what you expected, um, you know we have, especially for incoming students, there's lots of time, you'll have lots of experiences, and this is just part of your four year, five or six year experience here at Queen's and um, to try as best as you can to enjoy it, but to reach out to the resources that are available because they've all been developed with you in
1: mind. That's excellent advice. Thank you very much. And thank you Candace Baptiste of Four Directions Indigenous Student Center at Queen's University for joining us here on Frosh FM. Oh, no problem.
2: Thanks so much for having me.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Frosh
0: FM. You can find us on all your podcasting apps, so make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all future episodes. Have a question for us? Find us on Instagram at frosch underscore fm, where you can comment or DM us, and we'll make sure to answer all your questions on one of our upcoming episodes. Are you new at Queen's and want to produce a segment for Frosh FM all about your first year experience? Interested in developing your own podcast? Do you just want to explore CFRC's impressive music library? Reach out to programs at CFRC to get in on our next volunteer training session. Frosh FM is hosted by CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario, located at Queen's University, which is situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The podcast network at CFRC, hosted at podcast.cfrc.ca, is brought to you by the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences.